You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's Tuesday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. The post-Halloween edition of the program. Flip the calendar to November. I don't know if people have calendars still. Like I... Did you ever... Do the Flames do... Well, you have... Yeah. Matty Rose showing me his little notebook with all his little dates. My day planner that I'd be lost without. A mess, an absolute mess. I would be without it. Just finished my uh, November month yesterday. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a busy show. You are clean shaven, and it and it kind of threw me off this morning. Like it I feels was a weird. little jarred. It feels weird, dude. Can I say that uh, your face is very smooth? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, baby's bottom comes to mind. Sure. And uh, do you miss the mustache? Because one of your moves during the show is because I like to give people a peek behind the curtain of the show, of the big show, because it's such a large show, uh, is like you like to play with your mustache. Like that's one of the moves you like to do. It's one of your things. One of my little tics. You you probably don't even realize you do it, but you, you you like to stroke your mustache. You like to... Sometimes it gets caught in the mic, li- and I have to readjust yeah. it, make like, sure everything's in line. You like to rub your flavor saver. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. But you've shaved it, and I was like, what the what? And then, you well, there's a good reason for it. Every November 1st, I uh, usually uh, shave it for November. Raised some money. Last year wasn't great. Uh, raised about 1000 bucks, Ooh, But I didn't really good. feel like I was... Hawking it as well as I could. Okay. This year is going to be a little bit different. We're going to uh, right. really lean into it this year. I like it. Did yep. you take a photo this morning? I haven't taken a photo yet. Um, I uh, did not like the look in the mirror when I uh, just got out of the shower today. So we'll have to uh, reassess, take a photo sometime during the show, and yes. put it out on Twitter. Now, uh, do you want to grow a handlebar? Do you want to do a Fu Manchu? No. Like, what uh, do you want to do? Like, I. It, standard. Like I, I don't. It'll it'll be just like it was before because there isn't a whole lot of action that goes on mm. apart from above the upper lip, right? Real patchy around that. So like, you can't really do the Fu Manchu or the goatee. It, it wouldn't look very good. So, uh, just standard, just classic duster. Um, I, I'm looking forward to uh, that. I'm looking forward to people donating to your page eventually. When, when you got it up and running, and mm-hmm. we can tweet it out. Oh, yeah. And we can retweet, and then uh, people can, can be a part of you regrowing your mustache, which is, is part of you. Like, that's what you're kind of known for now. It's Matty Rose has a stash, and he lives that stash-wearing lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where a few years ago, I was like, oh, I'll do it for November. And now, then it was actually not bad, so I've actually been a mustache guy for like three years now now uh you also told me something this morning that i have to address on the air and patty dumont feel free to weigh in on this too <laughs> all right uh he was uh eating a pre-show apple and apparently some- if you eat an apple it wakes you up more than a coffee i guess really yeah huh. 
I saw that on like Twitter facts, so I don't know if it's actually true, yeah. but it's on the internet. Of course, <laughs> it's true. It must be Uber true. Facts. It must be Retweet. true. Yeah. Um, apparently, Maddie's like, oh, my gums hurt. I flossed yesterday. <laughs> like it was some sort of feat of like, so you're not, you're not a big flosser, but your gums are still a little sore. I, give us the rationale why you decided to floss yesterday. Because I'm like a, I'm like a fair weather flosser. Okay. Like every once in a while, I'll get into a rhythm where I actually do it consistently, and then I just I I'm so bad at keeping a habit. It's one of the reasons I haven't seen a gym in like a month. Like I'll go three four months where I go like five times a week, and then a bad week will happen, and it'll just totally throw me off the rails. And that's where I'm at with flossing right okay. now. Um, but with all the sweets and the candy I was having, I was like, I should probably do this. It feels like my gums are getting a little swollen, perhaps. Okay. So uh, yeah, flossed last night. And then I was eating my apple today, and I like the Cosmic Crisp apples, like a nice crunchy apple. Solid apple. <laughs> Wait, which one's the Cosmic Crisp? The Cosmic Crisp? They're yeah. like the shiniest red-looking apple. I like, can't show you because it's gone, but... It looks nice. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice-looking <laughs> apple, George. Hold on. I, like no, a I, dark red with yeah. like some green accents on it, but sometimes it would right. almost like tilt I'm, towards almost a brownish color, I'm but a, very good apple. I'm a Granny Smith guy myself oh, I like I like sour the, yeah i like the bit of tartness just like in life i'm a little sour cosmic crisp yeah. has a little tartness for i don't you. mind that it's it's a nice blend of it's the sweet and sour okay, of apples so i don't think i've heard of cosmic crisp they're relatively new it was yeah. created in 1997 actually by oh, right, in Washington a lab. state great. university yeah, wow, yeah, yeah that's great in a lab like COVID. no i'm just kidding uh we'll just move on so whoa granny smith well granny smith wait what no 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 <laughs> granny smith i didn't even no. granny smith I was getting excited by the Golden more you Delicious. Know. Golden Delicious, I know, right? Yeah. Red Delicious. Yeah. Um Macintosh. Macintosh. Royal Jazz. Jazz. What? Jazz Envy. Bro, Did you I guys know my... grow up in an orchard? No, I just I uh, wish. I have an apple every day. <laughs> yes. That's a good point by Patty. That would have been all the cider? So oh. in the fall, like it's and a I fall, do love cider. It's a fall thing to do. And like uh my lady friend, the current girlfriend, goes, uh, uh, we should go pick apples. I go, oh, pick out a when on a Sunday. I go, oh, pick apples on a Sunday during football. That sounds delightful. Can we go antiquing at the same time? Because I would like that. Maybe have some finger sandwiches for lunch. So your voice gets Maybe high when you tea? start lying. I think that would be great. Like Mickey Mouse. That's my worst nightmare. Apple picking on a football Sunday. I think if I'm looking at my phone, I'd start to sweat. Like oh, I have a yeah. single bead of sweat going down my my forehead. Going, oh God, what is going on here? Have you been apple picking with, no, with your girlfriend? No, no, you haven't done anything like that. No, I don't get roped into things like that. I don't know. If Plus, we... it's also honestly, it's hard to get Haley to leave downtown. <laughs> oh, okay. Sometimes, All right. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was that, Patty Dumont? I was just saying, do we have many orchards out here? I don't think we grow apples in Alberta. I don't. I don't think they can. I think you got to go to BC for that. Maybe. Okay. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure some people you know are trying. I don't I, know how how I, elite they are. I mean, you got crab They're apples. They just fall on the sidewalk, apples. and you get all over your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing beats a nice your mom's crab apple crab pie. pie. They so won't. delicious. Well, there's an ant in this one. Uh, here's reason number a, b- a bajillion. Uh, how I know I know I know I'm not from Alberta. Uh. Like I didn't even realize you guys don't have any apple orchards. Nope. Because I come from uh, a place where they grow yep. peaches too, peaches, yeah, no. apples, yeah, Niagara's got wine, a yeah. like a lot of stuff. Like Niagara is like the ice wine capital of the world. We grow beef. 
Yeah, no, Me yeah, too, I, girl I'm beef. a big fan of yep. the Alberta beef. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, corn. Okay, like well, corn? everybody yeah, can yeah. grow corn. Like, yeah, you can grow corn anywhere. So, there's three orchards up near Edmonton. I don't know how that works. How does really? Yeah, I just googled. Alberta orchards and it's three in and okay. around Edmonton. Well, is there pumpkin patches around here? Can people grow pumpkins? I'm sure they can grow pumpkins here. Okay, interesting. Um, there's one thing that happened last night on the uh, on a broadcast, and it kind of <laughs> it it was Halloween, and we're get you know how later right on. Yeah, well, I like I like how broadcasters, you know, they want to get all crazy, they want to get fun, they want to get a little zany. They talk about Halloween candy. And we had John Forslund on yesterday for a little bit, but his phone was a little wonky. It was a little spooky, his phone, so we had to let him go. But his uh, former partner on the Carolina Hurricanes, Trip Tracy, on the broadcast last night, had a little bit of a slip. A little bit of a slip. Listen, we've seen this happen recently on our show. Yeah, well, it okay. happens. It can happen to anybody. Okay, so, you know, just, just for context, uh, on Friday, Maddie had this happen to him. Like we, a little tough when you need six to beat the Yeah. The what, sorry? Yeah, so Maddie didn't say Blackhawks. He said something else. And then the legendary clip from the Fan 590 in Toronto that I played you that happened to me about 12 years ago where I said the hardest of hard seas. Yeah. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson in Calgary, Stephen Ames are nine back. Mike Weir missed the cut. Missed the cut, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> that word just slices through the room like a lightsaber. Okay, oh, yeah. so Trip Tracy last night. On the Hurricanes broadcast, had a bit of a slip. Just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis, peanut butter cups, trick-or-treating. That's what's on the table tonight. Now, did you... <laughs> I don't have any kids, but I'm sure some of our listeners... Did you have to sort out the Reese's penis in the bag last night? Like, I... Like, is it appropriate to hand those out to kids? Like, if you're handing those out, if if you're a listener and you were handing out some of those last night, what what was that peanut again? Peanut butter cups, trick or bunch of Reese's penis. Yeah, peanut I, butter cups, trick or treating. If you if you if you handed that out last night, I'm sure you're in jail right now, because that's not appropriate. <sighs> it happens. It happens. Hey, sometimes you get a little yeah. slip of the tongue. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I wish I would have said... You covered. You went right back at it. I wish I would have said that instead of the hard C that I did on the air. <laughs> Big time. I I'll take that over the hard C any day. I wish I'd said that over what I said even. Yeah. But uh, Trip Tracy. Hawks. And credit to uh, the dude... Do you know who the dude beside him was? Um, Whatever. I, I Whoever's doing the, the Hurricanes. The TV host for the Hurricanes. Yeah. He kept, his, he, he kept it professional. Like, I don't think I could have kept it professional. Because so I would have been like, well, excuse me? <laughs> like, re- like, I can't help it. Like, it's a knee-jerk reaction. When you said what you said on Friday, I'm like, excuse me, what? Uh, what was what, that? Sorry? sorry, one more time? Yeah, like, I have to right away. But when old Trip Tracy uh, tries to be fun and add a little color to his color commentary, well, this is what happens. Lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis, peanut butter cups, yeah. trick-or-treating. Yeah. That's what's on the table tonight. Oh, it's on the table tonight. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I hope to God not. Like, I don't think we can have a representative from Reese's on the show <laughs> and go, oh, really? Like, are oh. you guys, you're going into, like... New, new brand of Halloween yeah. candy. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh. It's like it's like an erotic cake bakery. Like, yeah. It, like, you probably get it at that. Is Now, here's a, here's reason another that, is there an erotic bakery in Calgary? <laughs> There's got to be. Really? Sure. Because I'm interested.
960-960, name and location. Like, let's say if I wanted to bake, or not bake, but get a cake made for you guys, like, say, our six-month anniversary, and I wanted something maybe a little different, it's, maybe a little offside. Is there an erotic cake bakery in the city of Calgary? Yes. Oh, what's it called? Uh, this one's called uh, Cake Works. Oh, I thought it was going to be something like... They've got some good ones. Cake so, Crafters. So that's the first one that okay. came to work. Your ideas and icing. How about uh, Naughty by Nature Confections? Oh. Is that, is that what your whistle, George? Sure. Uh, maybe maybe I'll bring in an erotic cake, and then we'll and then I'll get reprimanded by the boss. <laughs> because, George, what are you bringing in that type of cake in for the guys? <laughs> sure, it'd be funny. I don't know if it'd be appropriate. But old Trip Tracy, because I don't think Reese's is going to, you know, diversify. And get into you know these types of mm. chocolates, other types and of candies. Candy. Just absolutely hit the lottery with a bunch of Reese's penis peanut butter yeah. cups trick or treating. <laughs> yeah, hit the lottery. <laughs> hit the lottery with Reese's penis. Um, got a busy show today. Uh, Adnan Verk, MLB, NHL Network, Cinephile Podcast, joining us at the top of the hour. World Series rained out last night. Womp womp. Uh, Ruin the sports equinox. It was going to be like the 27th ever. Yeah, that they all play simultaneously. All the big four, four major, major sports. Yeah. Uh, nope. Uh, Philadelphia decided to rain. Uh, they'll play tonight. Uh, we'll talk to Adnan Verk. John Bender, former Stamps Nevada Wolfpack offensive lineman in studio at 730. Going to come hang out? He is. And uh, if there's one thing we love to do here is talk CFL, but it's the playoffs coming up. And Johnny's going to help us out with some picks. Some Nathan Rourke talk, I guess. Some thoughts. Yeah. Dialed in on what the NFL he likes. as well. Oh, yeah. And we'll sure. talk some National Football League with John. Looking forward to that. Uh, Greg Wyshynski, ESPN senior writer, uh, will join us at 8 o'clock. He was at Mullet Arena. He was. So he'll give us the deets on uh, what Mullet Arena looks like, some of the stuff at Mullet Arena. Because I saw um, some things on uh, social media. Uh, one of the hosts for the Coyotes, I guess, or the Rangers, I don't know who was, was walking through and interviewing people. And uh, Frankie Munez was there for Malcolm oh, in the Middle. Pete and Blackburn from yeah, Valley Sports. Yeah, yeah, Pete Blackburn. And, like, he didn't, there was no clip of Frankie Munez. It's just like, Frankie Munez is here. It was just here. like a picture like, of how, him. Yeah, how about not, like, how about it one question to Frankie Munez at least? Yeah. Hey, and, what are you here to see? And they, and they showed some uh, Arizona State University like students getting all drunk. Like I, like I don't want to judge. I don't really know. And John Bender can maybe answer this. I don't think you need the best grades to get into ASU. <laughs> like, I don't think it's the sharpest knives in the drawer. Like it's maybe it's not as hard to get into as DeFry, yeah. but probably ASU isn't the toughest college to get into. 88.4% acceptance rate. There you go. Yeah, and that seems high. Like it, cause they have a bit of a, a rep, a reputation, ASU. If you've ever been down to Tempe, um, you'll see why. Because it's a nice party. Uh, yeah, university. it's a nice party. Campus. Can I tell you how much they graduate? How much? Sixty-seven percent. Well, and the mascot's a broken condom. So ASU's not the toughest no. place to get that into. Feels, that feels um, like a mistake. So we'll we'll talk to Greg Wyshynski <laughs> about that. Uh, looking forward to talking about Mullet Arena, and we got some chances. We got we got prizes galore for you this morning. Heaps the of prizes. prizes are just like shooting out of this radio station oh, to you. Like Oprah. We love you so much. You get a prize. You get a prize. Uh, later on, uh, Flames ticket giveaway, 830. You got to call in to win these. Oh, okay. It's Flames and Kraken 
tonight down at the Dome. Lower bowl tickets. Lower bowl tickets, apparently. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. So we, yeah, there's the one guy who tweeted us who was mad that we had to say lower bowl. I don't know why people get so angry over the most stupid details I've ever, but it's fine. Flames and Kraken ticket, 830. You got to call in. I'm going to play. It could be that, but it might be this. But I'm not going to give you the category because I don't want you to Google stuff. Oh, okay. And Maddie is so dialed into this game. Patty Dumas, he's like, don't yeah. show me the sheet. <laughs> I want to play along. I like this game. It's a lot of fun. Now, do you want to have the listener just play or you square off against a listener? And then I get the tickets? No. Oh, <laughs> sure. Either or. Yeah, I'll go off. I can fire, fire off against okay. the listener. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind you squaring off against a listener. We'll go and if you tell. defeat the listener, we get to the next caller and then they're up. Sounds good. Elimination yeah, I like styles. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little okay, bit of a you, run, a bit of a gauntlet here. Yeah, because you you're excited. You want to play along, so we'll have you against a listener, and then one of the listeners who call in will win flames tickets. There you go. It's that easy. Yeah, it's that easy. Especially because probably first person's going to end up beating me. I'll yeah, because you struggle at yeah. some of these type of games because they're tough. Because they're supposed to be tough. They're not easy. No, nope. it could be that, but it might be this to win flames tickets. Uh, we also have a hundred dollar gift card from Golf Town to give you. $100, and um, kind of wanted to get your hole-in-one story. Mm. If you've ever witnessed one, if you've hit one yourself, is there anything to your hole-in-one story? We'll give those away on the text line 960-960. You have to put your name and location to win, but give us your hole-in-one story. We'll read those throughout the show, and uh, Patty Dumas will vet some texts for us. Mm-hmm. And we'll read kind of the best ones, and we'll give those away in the 8.30 hour, too. We'll just say whose hole-in-one story was the best. Love that. I've never had one. Have you? Have you witnessed one? I've never witnessed one. Have you? Um, I have uh, two stories for you. Oh. Do you want to hear them right now? I'd like to hear at least one of them right now. Um, okay. So I was uh, the current girlfriend and I, I dragged her out golfing. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big... Uh, take my girlfriend out golfing guy, but I love golf so much that I've passed that threshold that I just want to golf so much. I don't care. It is who's with. I've also reached that threshold. Yeah. Like I will golf with anybody. Hey, Satan wants to golf. Sure. I'll come in. I'm just not (laughs) signing anything. Let's just go play nine. So I took my, uh, my lady friend, uh, the current girlfriend to uh, a par three golf course in beautiful Fort Erie, Ontario, which is the border town to Buffalo, New York. So it was Canada Day. Home of the Otters. Yeah, it was Canada Day about two years ago. Sure. So uh, we're both off. Hey, let's go golf. Sure, it's going to be fun. We go to a little par three course. She's never been golfing before. Never, ever, ever been golfing before. We went to the driving range together, and she's got a nice natural golf swing. It's kind of crazy. I go, you have no idea she's how a natural nice athlete. Is. That's right, because she was a competitive figure skater one time. So uh, we go golf. And uh, it was on hole 12, a little short, because it's a par three. Short par three, about 112, 115 yards away. So this ho- this hole was on the back of the course, so there was homes built around the golf course. So people are sitting there watching shots being hit into this green. There's about 10 to 12 of them. It's Canada Day. They're drinking. They're laughing at people's shots. I step up there with a pitching wedge, hit a half pitching wedge. Doesn't it go straight in the air? Four feet rolls right into the cup for an ace on a par three golf course. Out of B. I start to cheer. Yeah, I start to cheer and yell. They start to cheer and yell. Current girlfriend, no idea what's going on. Crickets. I go, do you know what the chances 
of you coming out the first time you've ever been on a golf course and I hit a hole in one. <laughs> Do you know what the chances are of doing that? Nil. Zero zilch. There's more chance of getting hit by space debris on the way to the golf course than actually hitting a hole in one your first time ever at a golf course. That's impressive. Like that it's unique for her. Did she eventually realize the no. momentous occasion? No idea. Totally like, oblivious. Man, that's Yeah, and just really quick on the current girlfriend, I like to separate the worlds. Like she knows literally zero about sports. She can tell she can talk to you all day about skating and edges and she and she coaches power skating, really knows about skating. Watches she can watch hockey with me and go, "Oh, that guy doesn't really turn well. His edges aren't very good." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. she she but like sporting wise, no uh-huh. clue, no idea. And that's what I like. I like the balance. Cause I don't need her sitting beside me going, Oh, do you think they should have broke up the top line in Calgary? I'd be like, What? What did you just say to me? No, I want the balance. I want to sit there and watch stupid 90 day fiance with her to check my brain at the door. Yeah. Instead sure. of watching stuff that I gotta talk about the next Bachelors day. Bachelors in Paradise yesterday. Sure. You need that balance. You need a little balance in your life. Yeah. Away from the sport. Yeah, no, I I like that a lot. Like the ba- the balance is important. We went to the Arkells on Friday. There's balance. A little bit of a balance there, yeah. right? Uh, you could maybe go to an orchard, but they don't have any orchards here. No orchards here, but you could go to the mountains. That's a little yeah. bit different. Go snowshoeing or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, right on, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Snowshoeing sounds the delightful. Season? Oh, it's the AFC NFC championship game. Oh, I'd love to go snowshoeing. <laughs> Forget the last two, three games of the football season. I'd love to do that. I only okay. worked everything to get yeah. here. Yeah. I only count. This is only my entire life. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, that's my hole-in-one story. And now I know before you text in, getting a hole-in-one on a par three golf course doesn't count as a hole-in-one. It's a half. Yeah, it doesn't count. And I know this because I've even interviewed uh, ESPN golf analyst, uh, golf caddy Michael Collins, saying, no, bro, that's not a hole-in-one. And I'm like, oh, damn you, Michael <laughs> Collins. I know it's not a hole-in-one because a guy who covers the sport and was a caddy telling me it's not a hole-in-one. So give us your hole-in-one story. Either you hit it or you witnessed one or you know somebody who has this crazy hole-in-one story. You haven't hit one, but somebody in your life has that multiple times. Yes, multiple times. Uh, my lovely Nona, who uh getting up there a little bit, but still a very avid golfer. I've been a member of one of the lovely courses uh, up in the northwest of Calgary for quite some time. Hit her third ace of her career this past season. Um, f- obviously from the ladies' tees, but yeah, she plays ladies' night every every week and was out there with a normal squad. And sure enough, I've seen the video and everything. She was very excited. Just the little par three over how the water. I'm not entirely sure how far it Did was. Did she? He's a driver. Probably, actually. Yeah. I assume so. I haven't been golfing with her in like two years because they've got very tight rules at their course. Or you're a bad grandson? Uh, well, so, um, okay. I'm not What's the best. What's your Nona's name? Why don't you give her a shout out? Uh, shout out Elia. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy and Elia. They crush it. She has three. She has three over the course of her career. That's insane. People She's been golfing for a long time. People could go their entire life without hitting one. Like they immigrated here to or from Italy. Um, and then actually learned a lot of like Canadian customs mm. in the clubhouse at the course that they ended up getting a membership oh. at. So golf has been ingrained in their life, in their North American life, and really in mine as a result um, for a long time. That's awesome. Three so, yeah. for your Nona. 
That yeah. is awesome. She's she's got a horseshoe somewhere. Like she'll sit down in a slot machine. They used to go to Vegas all the time. She'll sit down on a slot machine, throw five bucks in, walk away with a grand, and be like, Yeah, again, no problem. Now, okay, so I love okay, hold on. I love those types of stories mm-hmm. that people say, Oh yeah, my grandparents go to the casino, they just put five bucks in and they win like a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm sure they never told you how much money they've lost when they've gone. It's like, oh, no, you're, you're, like I know that's no, no that's the other side. Yeah, like um, you're like, oh, you're knowing it was at the you're knowing it was at Ben MGM. I uh, was at MGM last night and she lost two grand on the Wheel of Fortune slot. It was a tough night for Nona. You never hear those stories. Or like when I was at the airport and I told you I lost four hundred dollars before I got my luggage. You but, don't hear those stories from your Nona. No, but she wins at a rate that is unprecedented. Or bingo. Oh, yeah, my, my grandma always wins at bingo. You never talk about the time where your grandma takes a bath at bingo. It's only when she wins, and that's the only time she tells you about it. Oh, she wins all the time. Oh, how do the casinos and bingo stay open if everybody wins all the time? Not everybody wins all the time, just You're my right. Nona. Okay. She's the luckiest woman alive. Okay. So 960, 960, uh, give us your hole-in-one story. And then later on in the show, your chance to win some Flames and Kraken tickets. All right, straight ahead, the Rose Report. Uh, we had a football game last night. Oh, yeah. We had some stuff on the ice. Tage Thompson was ridiculous. So good. And the Calgary Flames have new lines. Well, at least they did at practice yesterday. I think they will today, too. Oh, I think they will. Saucy. I think they will. We'll talk about that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's Tuesday. It's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. The top of the hour, Adnan Verk, MLB NHL Network Cinephile Podcast will join us. Your chance to win $100 gift card from golf town right now 960 960 name and location please we want to hear your hole in one story whether you did it you're in a group that somebody did it you know of a good story we like stories here on the big show 960 960 name and location uh, we'll give those away at around 8 30 when we give you a chance to win kraken flames tickets where you'll have to be pitted against our very own matt rose Head-to-head, and it could be that, but it might be this. Feeling good about this today. Are you going to crush, kill, destroy our listeners in this? Yes. Okay. I appreciate that, because you got to earn it. You absolutely have to earn it. I'll crush, kill, and I'll destroy. Yeah. Stay out of my way. You definitely have to earn it. Um, where's... Hold on. I'm looking for my read here. One there you sec. go. A lot of paper over there, Yeah, George. I know. I got a lot going on. I got, you got a, a Wranglers thing we're going to on Friday. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Like, I, I've i been thinking about what that day is going to look like because uh-huh. we're going to start going hard at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be bedtime for the four of us at, like, 8? I was going to say, like, 6.37. But okay. Yeah. Okay. Just so we're all on the same yeah on the same page before we start? You know, we're all good back there? No, we're going to have a lot of <laughs> we're going to have a lot of energy, though, after the game. We're like, where are we going now? Let's do it. And then it'll be first stop and... Start to nod a little Yeah, but bit. then, yeah, if you start to get a little sleepy, that's when the Jagger bomb's got to come out. Yikes. Yeah, that'll that'll put a I little I haven't done a Jagger step. bomb in probably a decade. Uh, I don't think, I, I'm going to, I'm going to make I've an assumption y- here. 
but I don't think our technical director, Alex Brody, has ever done a Jaeger bomb. Have you done a Jaeger bomb, hey, Alex? Hey, now. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Patty Dumont, are you so a what, Jaeger bomb guy? So, what, so what's in it, Alex? Um, yeah. Jaeger. Uh-huh. And I, okay, the last one I had was like a a fake energy. It was like an off-brand mm. Red Bull thing, but... Mm. Red Bull. And you had to do like a, a stevia energy drink or <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. not sweet at a all. A monster. <laughs> so in Ontario, you're not so, allowed <laughs> the liquor law. I don't know what it is here. Yeah, you number. can do it here. Free for No, all. no, but you're not allowed to pour Red Bull in any alcoholic beverage in Ontario. They get to serve separately. Yes. They do that here too? Yeah. Okay. Because, oh, watch out. That's, that's, that was so bad for it's you. It's like adding gasoline. Ha- have have like eight scotches. You're fine. But, oh, no, don't put Red Bull in your vodka. Now you're getting a little crazy. All right. Uh, Patty Dumont, Red Bull? I mean, yeah, Jaeger bombs? Yeah? Yeah, actually, uh, they're actually pretty good. Actually, I had one this morning before the show. <laughs> yeah. It's the only <laughs> thing that gets me up I in the morning. I do one every morning right Takes before the <laughs> Gets me no, a little fired up for the show. A couple I'm, months ago, actually. Look, there was one. bottles of Peroni here yesterday. They're yeah. still here. They're still here. I don't know. Cleaned up. I don't know what somebody's doing here at night or on the Oof. weekends. All right, let's get to the Rose Report. It's brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. With will meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Welcome in, friends, and a happy Tuesday and a happy game day as well. First person I saw was dressed up like Brian Burke. Flames. Mm. Seattle Kraken. In action tonight at the Scotiabank Saddledome. That'll be a 7 o'clock start. We'll dive into that. But yesterday was supposed Ooh. to be a sports equinox. Get Pascal out, right? He's like, he's like, let's get him out. Get him out. The game. Get him out. Too bad the rain really messed everything up in Philadelphia, so the World Series was delayed. But we did have NHL, NFL, NBA, and uh, a couple other notes to get to. So let's dive on in, George, and uh, we'll start with the Calgary Flames. Action later today, as yes, it is the Kraken. And let this day be cast by we who ready to wait. Flames are getting set to welcome the much improved Seattle Kraken. Yeah. After the Flames, oh, yeah, they're going to be great. They're going to be great this season. Yeah, first, much improved. First home loss of the Watch season on Saturday for the Flames. Sorry. They are better, George. The Kraken is the Columbus Blue Jackets of the Western Conference in like three years. That's probably true, yeah, except like a better tax situation. But I, I digress. Um, the Flames had a day off on Sunday. Then they practiced on Monday, Monday, and we saw a shuffle. Monday. Monday. And then we saw a shuffle of the lines, George. Uh, the pair's the same, but a shuffle to the 12 forwards. Nazem Kadri centering a line with Jonathan Huberto and Andrew Mangiapane. What? Elias Lindholm centering a line with Milan Lucic and Tyler Toffoli. What? A line of Michael Backlund centering Blake Coleman and Dylan Dubé. What? And finally, Adam Rizicka. Hey, now. Centering Trevor Lewis and Brett Ritchie. With uh, Kevin Rooney, the extra skater. Mm. Now, go ahead. To me, the most fascinating thing in all of these, this lineup, is Milan Lucic being on the second line. 
He got bumped up to play on the... <laughs> He's been good this season. Top line when Huberto was out in the first period. And I saw it on the, the fourth period had it that there's whispers they want to extend Lucic after this season. Sure, why not? Probably at a different rate, but why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, you're not giving him $6 million to play. But if you want to bring him back for one? Sure. One and a quarter? Why not? One and a half? Maybe two? I don't know. I could be talked into it. See yeah. how the rest of the year goes. Now, granted, last year he had an amazing first half to the start of the season. They had that bad COVID break and he kind of fell off. But he's been effective. He's been effective. Like Daryl's talked about him. He understands how to play in his role. He is the epitome of maximize your skill set. Nobody else does it better. Now, with him and Toffoli together with Lindholm, um, we'll speed's see. a bit of an issue. We'll see how it goes. It's a bit of an issue on that second line. I wonder how long they hold. I wonder if this is how they start. I, I think it will be. Um, Daryl did mention yesterday that, you know, practice schedule is going to be a little tight coming up. The Flames have played the least amount of games played in the entire NHL. Today will be their eighth game, the last team to play that eighth game. And a as a result, they've had some time to practice, some time to look at some different things. I think they've been good on the power play to all of them together. I think it's still, still a long ways from being exact. So just, you know, you get odd practice where you can see it. And, and we don't have many, like starting tomorrow, it's, uh, it's like eight games and 15 or whatever. So we're not going to get many practices in to, to, uh, to look at guys. So that's the play. Get a look. I'm see a how it looks against Seattle. I'm actually excited to see Kadri with Huberto. I think so, too. I think that's going to be really Because Kadri, I don't think there's any question, he's been Calgary's best player so far this season. He's the team MVP seven games into the year. I would agree. The thing here for me is, you know, the lines that they started with, I think that were kind of the lines that a lot of us had drawn up on napkins over the course of the offseason. You're still winning games. It hasn't been bad by any sense, but seems like a reasonable time to switch some things up and see if anything else will click. See if those B options that you thought, maybe not, like you never know what you might find in here. So we'll see how it goes. As for the Kraken... The last game was a 3-1 victory against the Penguins back on Saturday. Jaden Schwartz had a couple of points. Martin Jones stopped 32 of 33 in the win. It's going to be Martin Jones as the guy for the next little bit with the Seattle Kraken as uh, Philip Grubauer on IR. Changed from a day-to-day -day designation to a week-to-week -week designation yesterday. Uh, also, Jaden Schwartz and Jordan Eberle had maintenance days, but not expecting them to miss this contest tonight. Carson Kuhlman and Shane Wright skated in their spots. Both were scratched against the Penguins. Lots of talk about Shane Wright. Fourth overall pick in the most recent draft. Hasn't been in the lineup for 10 days at this point. And Dave Haxtell was asked about him uh, yesterday during his media availability. He's been out of the lineup now for uh, the last... Uh you know the last eight or nine days um, but he's working at things and you know he's he's doing things that we need him and want him to do um, outside of game action so you know he's going to get back in a game uh, sooner than later you know whether that's tomorrow we're coming off a good win so they're probably not going to change their lines today unless Eberle or Schwartz can't go but the Kraken are now tied for third in the Pacific by points with 10 tied for fourth by winning percentage they're four four and two the Kings have gone above 500 after yesterday's action, but uh, a better season so far for Seattle. Does this feel like a letdown spot for the Flames after the game on Saturday? Not really. Uh, this feels like almost like a get-right moment. Um, mm. a, a moment where you're like, we felt like we maybe deserved better in that game against Edmonton, and... The only way I could say it being a letdown game is because you're now in, what, 6 of 8 at home, 7 of 8 at home, and I wonder if that starts to 
wear a little bit. It's a long time to be at home, especially because your only road game so far was just a trip to Edmonton. You were gone for all of, what, 24 hours? Apart from that, you've been all at home. Is is this a Vladar start or a Markstrom start? I would say probably Markstrom, but I could see it going down Vladar as well. Flip a coin for me on this one. I don't know if it's... This one I'm not... This one I would be more okay with Dan Vladar getting in because if you remember my point from Saturday was if Markstrom doesn't play in this one, then it's a week off for your starter. And I don't like that. Whereas now they're going to play again on Thursday when the Predators are in town. That's only four days off. That's a reasonable thing for a goaltender. But I would also look at Jacob Markstrom and say, do you feel like you need to get back in after how that last game ended? I... I haven't hung those two goals on him, but does he feel like he wants to get back in and try and... Yeah, but they're always going to say, yes, I want to go back in. That, they... that That's the thing, too. And wasn't that a talking point here? Correct me if I'm wrong, that even Jay Woodcroft talked about it, and he kind of gave the Flames a little bit of a shot, saying that maybe Markstrom was a little tired in that series against the Oilers, why he struggled. And, of course, Markstrom's going to say, yeah, I want to play every game because that's what you want from guys like Markstrom who are uber competitive. That's great. But you have to manage the time here because that's what today's NHL is. You're not getting the Marty Brodeur 75 starts a season anymore. That's just not going to happen in today's NHL. To me, this feels like a Dan Vladar start because you're playing the Kraken. I know it's a division opponent, but it's still the Kraken. And then Nashville's a tougher game on Thursday. I could see it being either the Kraken or the Predators. The other thing, too, about it being a tough opponent is that means very little to the coaching staff. Like Dan Vladar has started against the Oilers. He was trotted out against the Lightning, the Avalanche last season. Like He was getting thrown in against top-billed opponents. Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily what they'll look at. As we discuss, this does feel a little bit more like a Dan Vladar start. He's going to get one this week. It's either going to be this one against uh, the Kraken or the Predators Thursday or the Devils come Saturday. Uh, one more thing on the new lines uh, yeah. before we move on. Doesn't this doesn't this feel like they're going to make a move for a top six winger? When, well, I see, when I see stuff in a blender like this, it just screams to me that they need somebody in the top six. They need a top six winger. And I think that they've been looking at that going back to the preseason. Like Daryl, or pardon me, Brad Trelevin has never shied away from saying he's he's going to be looking to improve this group. And he's identified that right spot is, is somewhere that you could probably get a little bit of a boost. The question is, who's available? What does it take? We are getting into the part of the season now where I think teams are going to start to look at their groups and say, okay, we are what we thought we were. We're not that good. Who's in? Who's out? What's the plan moving forward? We're now, you know, teams have played 10 games now. It's that point of the year. Speaking of uh, the other teams in the NHL yesterday, only a three-game schedule. Let's check in with the Blues and the Kings. No Canadian teams in action, so we'll start with the only Western Conference matchup. St. Louis trying to avoid a fifth straight loss. An early slump sees them near the bottom of the Central. How about this run of 6 minutes and 15 seconds in the first half of the second period? Kapari down to the circle shot. Pass tipped. Score! Now here's Velarde moving in. A centering pass. Score! Andre Kopitar with a tap in. Shot taken. Arvidsson safe. Score on the rebound. Grunstrom to the circle. A shot. And he scores! He beats Bennington on the short side. Just misplayed by the goaltender. Rough outing for Jordan Bennington. He allowed five on 19 shots. Four of them at even strength led the way to a big 5-1 to one win for the Kings over the Blues. Bennington pulled after the fifth goal. Decided to chirp the Kings bench on his way off the ice. Mm. Classic Binner. 
Tori Krug also left this game in the third period. Is there a guy that Bennington, is there a guy who's more hot and cold in the NHL than Jordan Bennington? Like last year, he was losing his job to Huso, right? And then in the playoffs, all of a sudden, he's really good. Who knows if he doesn't have that incident with Nazem Kadri? Who knows how that series goes against the Avalanche? Guy's done it at the at the peak. He was incredible in that Stanley Cup run. And then sometimes he can't stop a beach ball like we saw last night. I know Thomas Grice isn't going to be carrying the mail for the St. Louis Blues for the majority of the season. I'm just saying hot and cold goaltenders. Patty Dumas, weigh in on this too. Is there a more hot and cold goaltender in the NHL than Jordan Biddington? No, yeah, no. I, he's, you know, from Stanley Cup heights to being at the one of the worst goalies in the league to being one of the best goalies. Yeah, he's hot and cold. Uh, and then they don't have that backup in Billy Huso that can carry the Blues. They might be in trouble this year. If I Bennington would, can't write it. I would throw Jack Campbell and Darcy Kemper both out there. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not to the same extent. Yeah, but I've but I've never seen, Dar- and I know he won the Stanley Cup last year with the Avalanche, but D- Darcy Kemper was just good enough for them to win the Stanley Cup. Mackenzie Blackwood runs hot and cold sometimes. It wasn't That's a good be- one. It, be- it wasn't because of Darcy Kemper the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. He was just good enough for them to win. Fair and Jack enough. Campbell's yeah, yeah, yeah. good, but I've never seen Jack Campbell have a run in the playoffs. That's a very fair point. Good luck, Oilers, with uh, Jack Campbell. Yep, we're probably, looking forward probably to it. Skinner in the playoffs. Elsewhere, the Sabres were hosting the Red Wings. The winner takes over sole possession of second in the Atlantic ahead of the likes of Tampa Bay and Toronto. The Red Wings started the season 3-0-2, but since then had lost two of three in regulation. Then on Monday, took it in the teeth once again. Skinner, far side, one-timer score! It's drawn back, and patience pays off right there. TNT does it again. Blowing up the Red Wings with his second goal of the game. Thompson with a shot from the out. Hunting for a second hat trick. Back it all. Oh, what a move. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Taze Thompson was a monster yesterday. Three goals, three assists, nine shots on net, six points, and an 8-2 win for the Sabres over the Red Wings. Sabres outshot the Wings 46-18. to 18. They were 2-for-5 on the power play. The Red Wings only drew one power play all game long. And uh, like I said, Tate Thompson's a monster. He signed at $1.4 million. He's going to score 40 again, and he's probably going to score 40-40 and 40 for the rest of that career. Just over $7 million. Like, that could be and, a steal. And remember, uh, on the old social media, because people love to make uh, instant analysis on contracts, oh, yeah. what a terrible contract the Sabres just signed. A Tate lot Thompson of people to. were saying that. Seven years, 7.1 against the cap. And now, it already looks like an absolute bargain. When he came through Calgary, he was a monster. Like, he's got the one-timer weapon was, at the top of the circle that is and you lethal, know and he's got speed, and he's got hands, and he's got he's 6'6". Six, six. You know what it is? You're right. He creates so much space for himself because of his reach and his size. He's very hard to get the puck from, mm-hmm. and he is fast. The dude is a ridiculously fast skater for being that mountain of a man. Yeah. He is just the complete package. And let's not forget Rasmus Dahlin was ridiculous last night as well. Sabres are up and coming, man. Like, I I have a soft spot for the Sabres from where I'm from because again, apparently when when, when you look at Twitter... Nobody was at that game last night. They say it was terrible crowds. It but I can't good. blame the people of Buffalo because they've been screwed over by the Sabres for years and years and years. Hopefully people will start to go back, watch this really young and exciting team. 
Finally, a Metropolitan Division class. Capitals and Hurricanes, both teams in search of their sixth win of the season. The Capitals looking to do it without their star blue liner. John Carlson missed this game after got banged up on the weekend. 3-2, a win for the Hurricanes in a shootout. And I'm glad they won because Evgeny Kuznetsov did that awful shootout move that I absolutely hate where he slows down to a snail's pace and stick handles like 60 times. Only Patrick Kane can do that. He yeah, does it great. Him and Kuznetsov and Blake Wheeler are the only people who actually do it in the NHL, and I hate them all for it. Okay. Kane's okay. He's a little bit different. He actually comes in with speed, and then he stops, and then he does it all. Whereas Kuznetsov, it's like his battery died at the blue line, and then he just... I'm not a fan. Tonight, a much busier slate at five. The Capitals wrap the second half of a back-to-back. They host the Knights. Vegas has won four in a row. They're eight and two on the season. Senators visit the Lightning. Rangers host the Flyers. Then it's six. Couple of teams on opposite trajectories. Uh, we have the Bruins, who have won five in a row. <laughs> Uh, they'll be taking on the Penguins, who have lost four straight. No pity, no sympathy. I slept great last night. They're going to battle in Pittsburgh. Elsewhere, Canadians visit the Wild at 6.30. The Islanders look for a fourth straight win in Chicago as they visit the Black Hawks. Ooh. The Kings conclude a back-to-back. Last night, a big win in St. Louis. Tonight, they battle the Stars in Texas at 6. At 7, the Oilers try for a fifth straight win. They host the Predators. 8 o'clock sees the Panthers visit the Coyotes. The Canucks host the Devils, New Jersey. Winners of four straight. Look out for the Devils. Don't mess with the Devil, buddy. We're number one. We beat anybody. Finally, don't miss this one. The worst two teams in the league meet the Sharks and Ducks at 830. They've combined for five wins on the season. Two of them have been against Toronto. Monday Night Football wrapped week eight yesterday. A pivotal AFC North game. The four and three Bengals headed into Cleveland to face the two and five Browns. But no Jamar Chase. And it didn't really look good for the Bengals as a result. Bengals didn't put up any first half points. The Browns weren't much better in the first half alone. Both clubs had a missed field goal, an interception, and a lost fumble. A Nick Chubb touchdown and two-point convert saw the Browns take an 8-0 lead. They extended it to 11-0 with a field goal as the first half ended. And then they just laid it on in the second half. Brissett shotgun from inside the five at the four and a half. Takes the snap. Looking. He's got Cooper left corner. Caught it. Touchdown! 25 nothing after that. The Browns end up beating the Bengals 32-13. to Last night in that game, Miles Garrett was an absolute monster for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, he's so good. Uh, poor Joe Burrow had no time in the pocket. Uh, when they showed it on the broadcast last night, uh, he had the quickest release time of, of the season because he had no time. He yeah. just had to get rid of that football. And you, they really missed Jamar Chase last night. Yeah, I know T. Higgins is great. So is Tyler Boyd. But that explosiveness with Jamar Chase, they were just sorely missing that. And who knows? Cleveland, little plucky, should have a couple more wins than they probably do because Nick Chubb continues to be an absolute beast, and that offensive line is damn good. But credit to the Browns, full marks for that win, and Jacoby Brissett was good last night. And why the hell did the Cowboys turn to Mari Cooper for nothing? Oh, you know why? Because they gave all that money to Zeke. And they had to get rid of somebody. And Amari Cooper was the guy. He was fantastic last night for the Browns. Did you see Eli Manning's awful mask on uh, Chad Powers? Chad Powers? Yeah. It reminded me more of the guy from I Think You Should Leave. Carl Havin. Carl Havin. (laughs) Thank you. I don't even want to be around anymore. I'm going to rip the head off. I don't know. Go kick that table, Carl. You don't get the reference. I don't. Good show. You should did the watch blank, it. Did the blank look on my face give it away? It's a good skit program. I okay. think you should leave. It's on Netflix. It's by Tim Robinson. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll love it. Trade deadlines today in the NFL. Ooh. We have a trade to announce. It's at 2 o'clock. Yesterday, 
Roquan Smith went from the Bears Ooh. to the Ravens, leading tackler in the NFL. The uh, Bears just, cleaning houses. Robert Quinn was also sent to the Eagles. Just an all-pro linebacker going to the Ravens. Yeah. NBD. Not a big deal. Uh, trade deadline goes at 2 o'clock today. Bradley Chubb could be on the deal. Mm. Uh, could be on the move. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks, Texans receiver. A couple names to watch out for. 4 o'clock Eastern, 2 p.m. Mountain. Let's check in with the World Series really quick. As it shifted to Philly for Game 3, uh, but the weather was crap, so they didn't play. As a result, they'll play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in Philly. Uh, the doubleheader for the Philly faithful on Thursday now instead. It was supposed to be they could watch their Phillies Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the Eagles play in Houston against the Texans on Thursday, and then if there was more World Series, they could do that. But instead, the World Series will be in Philly uh, for Game number 5 on Thursday, and the Eagles will also be playing the Texans at the exact same time. I wanted to mention this yesterday, but didn't have time from the weekend. Commissioner Rob Manfred was on... Uh, Jay Mad Dog Russo's Sirius XM radio show and pontificated on the future of the A's in Oakland or perhaps in Vegas, saying, I think the mayor in Oakland has made a huge effort to try and get it done in Oakland, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I think the A's have proceeded prudently in terms of exploring the Las Vegas alternative, given the lack of pace in Oakland. I think they have to look for an alternative. Who gets to Vegas first, the MLB or the NBA? NBA. <sighs> Who's moving? It's expansion. Yeah, Ooh. there you go. It'll be Vegas, Seattle eventually. Yep. Well, because that was part of the deal with building the new arena in Seattle. Mm. Like, it's it's happening. They're getting a basketball team. Uh, lots of good going down in Philly right now uh, between uh, the Phillies, the Eagles, and all that stuff, but not necessarily the 76ers. We'll get to that in just a moment as well. But, Georgie, last night the Raptors were hosting the Atlanta Hawks, uh, the first of three meetings yeah. this season. And uh, did you know it was the 100th meeting all time in the regular season with nope. an almost even split? Toronto holds a 50 and 49 edge going into last night's game. No, I did not know that. You ready for your clock? You got the clock ready? Okay. Okay. Uh, last night, no Fred Van Vliet didn't play in this game because of back stiffness. No problem. Raptors pounded the Hawks. 139-109. If you want to talk MVP candidates early in the NBA, and I know it's super early, Spicy P, Pascal Siakam, 31 points, 12 boards. Again, an absolute monster for the Toronto Raptors. Scotty Barnes, again, we talked about his offense. He needs to take that next level up. Oh, that's too bad. Sorry about Scotty. Scotty Barnes. How was Fred? I, I saw Fred was 0 for 11 in the last game. Did, was he better in this game? That's here the first time in 76 games he didn't hit a three-pointer. Hmm. Next game's Wednesday on the road to battle the Spurs of San Antonio. Also, the uh, 76ers got docked a couple of draft picks for uh, signing P.J. Tucker and Daniel Daniel House Jr. early. Slap on the wrist. Uh, locally, Stampeders not returning to the practice field until Wednesday. We'll have your Stamp support on Sportsnet today. As the club prepares for the postseason matchup Sunday in BC, and a shout-out to Hitman goaltender Braden Peters, your WHL goaltender of the week. And in October 30th, a shutout and a victory stopped 50 of 52 shots last week. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, and the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Lots to come on the show. Straight ahead, Adnan Verk, John Bender, former Stamp in Studio, Greg Wyshynski on the NHL, your chance to win Kraken and Flames tickets, your chance to win a $100 gift card from Golf Town. All ahead, it's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sports at 960, The Fan.